Yo. How you doing? How's it going? Doing pretty good. Good, good, good. Okay, everybody, welcome back to another podcast. It's me, your boy, Teddy Huggle. I think this is podcast 32. I'm rounding these up. I'm rounding these up. And today, I am joined by El Chapo Negro. I got that, didn't I? Mashed it. <laughs> so, first of all, as we always start, how are you doing? How's it going? Um, it's I've been a it's been a bit of a roller coaster. Um, my best friend in California, his his father passed away. Who? Uh, Sorry, said again. My phone rang. I, I it sounds really bad. I told people don't call me, and every time I do a podcast, no one called me all day. This happened last time. And <laughs> literally, as soon as I did the intro, someone called me in my podcast. Yeah. Um, so sorry, say what you said again. Go on, because I didn't hear it. Basically, um, I'm I'm almost 38 here. It's coming up. It's my birthday month. Um, my, my best friend who I've had since I was about 15 years old, uh, his father passed away, and uh, his it used to be me, him, and his dad before we got our driver's licenses. We used to go everywhere and play golf. He'd take us to the bar, sneak us little drinks here and there. Like he was just he was a cool guy. He was a cool dad. Um, Condolences. Condolences. Yeah, he was, and considering that I was estranged from my father, it was nice having that that dad energy around. Like, and he just kind of accepted me as his <laughs> black son, although they are Dutch Puerto Ricans. Yeah, and um, it just I was just part of the family, and um, I'm really gonna miss him. He's a, he's a lovely man. A lovely yeah, man. they say we have we have teachers outside of our communities. That we don't realize that teach us about life. So we have a thousand teachers, apparently, a thousand of them yeah. that teach us something all the time. I believe that, and that's that's good, though, at least. But they say that the people that we love, they're the ones that have taught us something. We miss them, but they're so close to us, we keep them. Yeah, energy is neither created nor destroyed. So no one that you love leaves you; they just change into something else. Changes something else. It changes into something. It changes into another form. Yeah. It does change now, but it's a long time. I haven't heard from you for a long, actually. I haven't spoken to you. I've done. I feel kind of bad. I've done podcasts without you. I've done reviews and game podcasts. You've been like cheating nothing, on me. Nothing too serious, though. Nothing too. Uh, <sighs> Damn. Nothing. Nothing yeah, had nothing. something special, Teddy. Yeah, I know. I know that, and that's the first. Special. That's the first podcast I named something special. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You know what it is though, it's just that I can't lie that people have been um asking me to do podcasts with me, so I think the, the fame level is going up a bit. <laughs> well you know? you'll have to grease the door so you can get your head in there, boy. Hey, I know I can't have to shave my head so I don't hit my head on the top of the door no more. How, how you, you know getting I mean? around with all the extra head weight? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's been it's been uh I would say like I said to you, condolences again for you that uh, just that just that little bit of um that little space and stuff that you will that you will get from knowing that I don't know how he passed away or anything like that. It's... He, had, he had diabetes um, oh, for man. years, for years, and the COVID situation made it worse. Mm. And uh, the think, number uh, one black, like, I would say, the number one black killer. They say it's stress, but diabetes in the black community is well. It, he's lucky, but um, yeah, and yeah. Uh, he was a little heavy set also. Yeah, I think that all those factors, COVID, diabetes, him, his weight, yeah, I think the the three were a trifecta that just caused the the situation to come to its conclusion. But I'm I'm not sad in the way that 
I was initially. I did cry a lot, but now I am glad that I had the, the time. opportunity to be a part of his life and he'd be a part of mine. I'm thankful for him. Very thankful. We love no, him. that's 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 good. He probably loves you for it. He probably, you know, what I mean, it's it's everything. If you were there for him where you needed to be, and it's, it's that's what it takes. It takes little moments. It takes little moments. What did I learn the other day? It was um, you need joy in your life passion and you need everybody else around you love is just a thing of it's, it's broken into like five different names i can't name all of them but once you've given in one of those things and everybody else it's like a ripple in it? it ripples out and it's just it's never forgotten brother the energies are there and like you said you cried and then you realized hang on what am i crying for he gave me he gave me a lot do you know what i mean to remember and to hold on to and he probably changed your life forever you don't even realize it yeah he did gave me a lot of perspective i remember i broke his uh, really expensive golf club at the golf range one time yeah i must have whacked the ball and i was really proud of myself and then his face looked terrified <laughs> and i was looking at him and then the piece of the golf club stuck into the ground it was this graphite <laughs> something the thing cost like 300 dollars. oh and i went <gasps> and i felt terror inside of me i was like 15 just turned 15 and i i felt terror because i was like in my house, if I'd have broke some of my dad's equipment, like, that could have been a problem. Mm. He just looked at me and busted up laughing. He goes, well, now I get to buy myself new golf clubs. <laughs> yeah, for a penny of it. He wasn't allowed to before. Now he's got an excuse. Yeah. And he's like, meh. And my, my friend, uh, his son, was dying with laughter, and I was terrified. And he just thought, they just laughed it off. And I just thought, you know what? If I have a kid who does something like this, I'm gonna I'm gonna respond the same way. You know, about it, you know what we can okay, you know what? So we can kind of lead into that because I had a conversation with someone, well, someone today actually about whooping your child's ass for no reason. What does it do, and what doesn't it do? And I tried to try to tell them if it didn't help us, what is the point of me whooping my child's ass now if I know it's not gonna do anything? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't do... I'm, I'm honest. Everybody that's listened to this, it does nothing. It does... It, it does It does things. It just doesn't do what you want it to do. Yeah. Beating... It, yeah. Breaks the person's slapping. spirit. It, um, it causes... Because you want your child to go... I saw a meme the other day that said, I want you to grow up to be a strong, powerful uh, individual. But while you're a kid, I need you to shut up and da 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 da. And it was just like it's showing the hypocrisy of the two things. It's like your parents want you to grow up to be the strong, stable person, but they, they chopped you down, or in many cases broke you down so much before you reached that point that you can't be that. And like, was it Alexander Dumas or Frederick Frederick Douglass? One of my favorite quotes. Um, it's easier to make strong children than to repair broken men. And there's a lot of broken men out there in the world that don't know what the hell they're doing because either they're broken in a sense where society's broken them down or just from the family in their house or the words that you used or you call them stupid from like from them being like one to 20 and then you wonder why they act stupid because you've labeled them that or they've um yeah they start to if your primary caregiver tells you something about yourself it's very unlikely that you're going to refute that because you expect this person that you believe loves you to have a clear depiction of who you are past what you may even. So like my dad used to say I was a spastic and that I was careless. 
but I, I had. I, he I called you a spastic. A spastic. So there's I, I, two words I've heard today: <laughs> dundus and spastic. No, spastic. Not... Spastic. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I just say it different. But okay. I just. <laughs> We, 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 yeah, we used to say, uh, yeah, we used to say, remember, we used to say spastic in school, like, oh, you're a spastic, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. But it's like, I looked up the words when I was a kid and he said this to me. He said, and it was like, I have high functioning autism or Asperger's, right? So my brain works differently to other people's. And if I'm yeah. processing information, I'm not going to be as alert or I'm not going to seem as alert. I'm gonna seem very absent-minded at times. I'm gonna yeah. seem disagreeable because if you say something that my brain doesn't compute as making sense or has gray area to it, because my brain prefers black and white things because they're just easier to navigate, you'll throw me into a weird space. Yeah, um, I don't like things that have too many options or too many variables to them. They those no, I, cause me yeah. anxiety. Yeah, so, I watched the video. I watched the video about autism. Uh, I've got it on my Facebook. If anyone goes to my Facebook, Teddy Teddy Chandra on Facebook, you can see there's a video of an autism video on Facebook. And it was brilliant the way they broke it down. It was animated. It was like, it had five connections to the brain. And it had like autism people. Like this is a normal, they didn't say normal person, but this is like a functioning brain. And an autism person. Neurotypical. So like what everyone, most people have. Yeah. And it had somebody with autism, the, the cords, two cords were twisted. Yeah. And basically it was they said basically to leave that person alone to, for him to deal with that on his own is basically it should be a crime. What you should do is go up to that person and introduce yourself and say what you need to say and become their friend and then you will help them unravel that tangle. Do you know what I mean? Because it had like it had the person walking that had one person walking down the road and his vision was clear and it had the other person walking down the road and it had the noise that you believe is a normal noise to the autistic person it's like they already see the world cloudy around and then when they hear that noise that noise is like that's too much yeah do you know what i mean it's like like you've added a problem to my problem yes basically but the video was good the video was good in a in a in a in a in a what in a sense where it's graphic and it was showing people how they go for it but that's just coming from a person like myself trying to diagnose a problem that an autistic person would never try to diagnose himself because if you ask that, 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 that um, an autistic person what's wrong with you they'll be like nothing so, you know what I mean I don't believe anything's wrong with me I'm just different yeah it, it, my, I look at but, and then the one thing that does annoy me is when I tell people and they go well everyone's a bit autistic and I'm like no <laughs> I was like, it's like, it's like this. It's like this. You and I, you and I can both use both our hands, right? Yeah. But our dominant hand is our right hand. Yeah. It would be wrong to say that we're left-handed as well, wouldn't it? Um, You mean ambidextrous? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Some. So it's like, you might be able to, you might have traits that you could associate with autism, but you're not autistic. Like it. There's a lot more to it that people don't see. Like. The obsessive compulsive disorders, the anxiety levels, the the thing, the fact that I can hear things that no one else can hear, um, um, my sensory issues. I when I was little, if someone used to touch my my skin for more than a few seconds, uh, and I was in an anxious state, a welt would rise. They haven't hit me. It's just my my sen- my senses are all over the place. 
it's funny that you say that because I remember I, I asked my mum when I found out that my son was autistic I asked my mum was I ever tested for autism she said no 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 no. you were fine so I said no 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 was I ever tested what was there a was there any other tests or was there anything done to say she's like oh no no you just diagnosed with dyslexia and I was like yeah but I kind of not feel like how my son feels but the way he expresses himself is the way how I I, I believe I used to but now I've grown up yeah I kind of it's it's phased out of myself because my daughter now when she hears a loud noise she covers her ears and I'm like what's that about like I don't but me as I'm older and I know what the sound is, I don't cover my ears anymore. Yeah. But I don't want to, sometimes I don't want to get into the conversation with my mum to ask her, like, when I was young, did I used to cover my ears when I heard a loud sound? Did I not used to talk? My mum said, oh, I, oh, I didn't speak until I was like five, six. So I was like, like so that's so that, big signs. Yeah, and I was like, what, so what, what? So that was never a problem. Oh, no, no, no. They always said you would speak when you can. And I, and I understood that, um, I didn't. I I didn't know. I I I didn't know this because I, I had to tell you this the other day that um, I, I forgot to talk about this because this was a big one. Oh. I was born left-handed. That that means yeah. you're still left-handed. Okay, right. So you know, in the Caribbean, that is a yeah. big no-no. Yeah. That's only the devil's children is left-handed. That's a big no-no. Okay, so I didn't know actually. I did not know this. If you try to change someone's normality, you mess with their brain you don't it's a Tourist, it's a yeah. bit of like yeah yeah my granddad and my nan never allowed me to use my left hand they forced me right so when i i was reading something when i was while i was watching something on the tv on youtube and it said most people that were that were changed into using their left from their right they have problems when they grow up so i was thinking oh, what kind of problems are these some people when they're children they can't talk they have really bad depression when they get older because it's like a chemical imbalance in your body that your body's trying to fluctuate that it can't it doesn't understand it's like that, no, that's it's reasonable not. yeah it's like you're trying to reroute something that has a natural path yeah basically and, and, and i didn't know that and it's, only, and it's only when i saw it and i was like wow this is amazing because i was left-handed and my granddad was like no you're right-handed like you're you're this, whatever you're hand you use the most when you're a kid. That's how that works. Your brain tells you which hand to use, but and you use that hand. But the Caribbean is such. I think what people don't understand is the Caribbean is such superstition and such. Um, what is the word? Such uh, not culture. It's breded into them a way of life that they they carry on into their own culture and they believe that that's the way of living. They don't realize what they're doing to their siblings. Like I said, with the beating and now the changing the hand because oh my child only my child's only right-handed. The son of the devil only uses his left hand. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's it's it's, a, it's just it's, a cultural it's thing. In, it's written into it's written into everything because it's like to do something wrong is considered left-handed or underhanded. <laughs> it's weird, but is it messy left-footed? Of course, yeah. And he's with the best. He's technically, the he's, he's ambidextrous, but his his power his powerful foot is his left foot. And it, that's really weird, isn't it? That's really. But Barack Obama's left-handed. Um, many artists are left-handed. It's the normal. It's the normal, brother. It's yeah. the normal. And it's it's kind of sad, really. It's kind of it's kind of thing about it's it's a thing of I, I I wish I did get tested for autism when I was young. I'm finding that a lot of people, I'm finding that a lot a lot of people are autistic, and 
um, schools are just brushing it off, pretending that it's nothing because I don't know if they don't have the funding or they believe that they can try to conquer the autism. I don't think there's not enough awareness. There's not enough awareness to it. And that, unless the child is really bad, then they don't bring awareness to it. Because my that that, that, that that language is problematic because if comorbidities are things that can be associated with with a major symptom like my comorbidity is my anxiety and my obsessive compulsiveness but a comorbidity of um autism can be dyslexia yeah so it's it's one of those things that is a result of the other thing but because they're only looking for that thing that's all they find instead of trying to take it the whole situation to account like with me that my my parents didn't take it because i spoke at a at a reasonable age because i had sisters and again, if you're around women, you talk because girls talk. <laughs> it's the truth. Women are social. They're more social yep. than men generally. Uh, yep. So if you want to play and you want to get involved and you want to be part of this, you have to do what they do. So that means I was incentivized to talk. And I learned to talk how they talked. So a lot of people say, oh, Leon, the way that you talk is very, is very uh, not necessarily effeminate, but it's more conversational. It's more. And I'm like, yeah, well, I learned, I learned conversation from, from women. I didn't learn it from men. My dad and I didn't really talk until now. So who, who, that's who I talked to. That's who I was with every single day. So it's one of those things. But then the tiptoeing, uh, I walk around on my tiptoes, my problems with food. I like my food bland. I line up all my cars. Uh, the way that I process information, I would rather sit and watch the news than cartoons even. I was obsessed with the A-team. I was, my, my special interests were weapons, martial arts, guns. And my mom just thought I was a maniac. <laughs> like this kid right, is like right. a little—he's no, like a little thing. warlord. I don't know what to do with him. And she kept all that's the things the 80s, that I was though, interested in away from me. Yeah, that's the eighties, though, isn't it? That's the, that's that, that's but that's yeah. not your fault. I that's had the eighties. Everything I knew, every and who who, who would you have thought would have been my favorite character in the eighties as a child? Mordok. Nope. The the head guy with all the the guy that used to make all the plans. Yes, him. He was my favorite character. But anytime I tell everyone I love the A-Team, they're like, oh, do you want to be like Mr. T? And I was thinking, why would I want to be like Mr. T? Because he's black. He yeah, yeah, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> but my brain didn't put that together as a thing. I was like, well, I don't want to be like Mr. T. I don't like his hair, first of all. It's a little bit too first of conspicuous. What did he do? What did he do in the team? What did he do? What did he do, actually? He made, he made quips. He was like the muscle. He was, People were afraid of him. He was like, he was like the Hulk, kind of. Everyone was like, he picked things up, throw them throw people that's around but that, the person I respected that's so ridiculous isn't it he, yeah. he, he keeps the muscle jeez yeah the person I respected was Hannibal because Hannibal took care of everybody and I liked that he was the head of the team and he made sure everyone was safe and he made the plans and that's who I identified with so no, that's a brilliant that's a brilliant analogy Hannibal was the best one in my opinion yeah but some people were like Mr. Face because he was pretty some people like Murdoch I like Murdoch, yeah. Murdoch was funny. Yeah. Murdoch he was, was funny. He was he, he was just a wild card. Like he's an evil genius. He's a, he's a he's a free scientist. He's a genius. Yeah. So helicopter pilot, everything. He's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. He could fly anything. He could fly anything. He could literally fly anything at any time. He can do what he can. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I I used to watch it. I can't believe, but I was more um, a MacGyver fan. I would say. Yeah. Because my mom liked MacGyver. Um, she had us watching. She, I think, she tried to ground us out really because she, she had us watching Star Trek. I love Star Trek now. Yeah. Um, I love Star Wars because of my mum. Art, anything to do with art, anything I can try to put my, um, 
pen to paper. I'm not really into it now. Maybe I'm kind of, probably kind of forced into doing it, but it's more of I can draw, but then I can't. It's I can trace. Not I can look at something and draw it. Do you know what I mean? I can't visualize something in my own head. Same. And then put it to paper. I don't. Some reason why I don't know why I can't. Yeah, I I'm, I'm so jealous of people that can just freeform draw something. I, yeah. I have, if I can look at something and see it, I can draw it. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I have, um, you know, yeah. Because you know, um, you know, James, he can, he can, uh, he can draw off the top of his head. Like he had a, he had a. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but he had a, he had to draw a picture. Um, his son had to draw a picture of family time with um, his mum, like like what they do in the house, and he drew. Zedra himself and Logan in a picture in anime form and it was brilliant and I said to him why don't you make a storyboard of certain funny things like um say you're in the kitchen cooking so you have like your back like you like you're there's, like there's your back cooking with like the stuff and then Logan and Zedra are playing with the cars in the front just make a complete storyboard of something and he's like I don't, and I'm like if I had that talent I would just I would fly to the moon and back of it. Do you know what I mean? It's I don't know. Some people have got certain talents that they don't want to use. I would love to have it. I would love to have it. Trait copying something is not like it's not your original idea. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would I, I would love to have it. I don't have it. Maybe that's probably why I, I I got distinctions in art in school. But that was just tracing. That was really my <laughs> ideas. I've still got all the original artwork as well. Actually, I've still all got it, but. I should, I should really kind of frame it actually and put it up. But you like, start doing things you love. Oh, I do. No, I, I do a lot of things. I'm, I'm doing. Um, I just, I just, I, just, I oh, actually, I did my last exam yesterday. Woohoo! Congratulations. So, yeah, I did my last exam yesterday. So hopefully, if I pass, I'll move on to higher, bigger, and better things. I had a good conversation with my friend today to try and um, get my life moving, not move my life forward, but the last, the last parts of my life to move before I get to 40 to try and make my 40s my 50s and my 60s predominantly good for the the, the the later years of my life trying to figure that stuff out now so when I get to that half of my life everything should kind of be stable and you know uh, not early retirement but retirement ages will be business wise I won't have to really do as much as I'm doing now you know I, I get you my thing is I'm looking to retire as soon as possible if that's if I manage to do that tomorrow, I'm happy. Yeah, it, well, that's what me and him were. Um, I was trying to figure that out with him, but I'm trying to keep it small, trying to keep it so it's me and him in the beginning. If we can expand the business further, then we can we can do this because something something has to change, man. If I can if I can um, change what I need to change because um, life, in a sense, where it's meant to be. You know, you're meant to, you're meant to go somewhere. George, um, George Lucas always said this. George Lucas said the other day, he would always, he would have always created Star Wars because of the the avenues that he was always in. Do you know what I mean? He was, yeah. he, he would have always come back to that one route. Yeah. yeah, he would always, yeah, he would always come back to that one route. I want to be at one place where I was like okay the reason why I became a manager is because I was meant to be able to learn the managing skills so when I run my own business I've I've got the knowledge do you know what I mean like I've had that upskilling do you know yeah exactly so um one of the questions I was going to ask you 23 minutes into it um diversity at work yeah I was going to ask you diversity at work 
what does it mean to you and do you think there is enough enough diversity when it comes to managers and just just uh, generalizing like people like you um i look at diversity at work uh in a very simplistic way and maybe that's just because of how i am but i said this at a, a union meeting when i was a union rep for for the for the um, company that i worked for i worked for the railway and there was a talk about um diversity now unions have historically in this country been ran by um british irish men they were the first to unionize uh, many of the industries because they uh, a lot of how britain works is social and class and uh because they weren't allowed into the upper echelons of british society um they were blue collar men and they unionized because they were being abused and so on and so forth by the englishmen um honest so basically what he's saying basically is you know what blue collar is if you know what blue collar is the english you can just look back at war and look about any old english film that has war in it with the scots or the irish and basically go off and be say like yeah what england wanted to do was take over they have the high jobs and then everybody else has the low jobs so you can just look at it through history anyone that tries to do something that was out of the norm you can tell why they got um unions because imagine if there was no unions today what would really happen you know you have to kind of look at your past to look to the future and everyone will be like okay yeah we understand why they and to be fair when you think about it, there shouldn't even be a union it should just be fair but what's fair in life if it's not written down in the law because you have to take laws because people just take the mick do you know what I mean it's really bad but what can we do it's just, it's just a thing where we have to everybody has to understand their past and everyone and, and everyone 